This mini-sode of Being Boss is brought to you by 2020, where creative entrepreneurs get inspiring photos. If you're looking for authentic images to illustrate all of the hard work you've been putting in lately, 2020 has millions of real-world photos proven to help you tell a more engaging story, whether that's on social media, your blog, or your website. And they're all available under a simple, royalty-free license. 2020 is partnering with Being Boss to support all the creative bosses and is offering you a seven days, five photo free trial. That's a seven day access to license five photos for free. To start your trial now, go to 2020.com slash being boss. That's the word 20, then 20.com slash being boss to get five free photos. What are we talking about today? Well, we've talked about how to hire a virtual assistant, how to grow a more permanent team, but what happens when you have to fire an employee? Oh, it's the worst. (laughs) Emily, you've got to take this one. That's basically what I do. (laughs) Emily, you've got to do it. I'm like, someone else do it. I don't want to. Okay, so step number one is make someone else do it for you. All right, I've had to do this a couple of times, and it is never fun. Like, firing someone is never fun, but it has to happen, and it should probably usually happen sooner than you're comfortable doing it. So do it before you get comfortable doing it, or things just aren't going to be running in your business the way they should be. The way I like to do it is, first and foremost, before there are too many inklings going out into the world, is remove access from all things for that person. So their email, making sure that they no longer have access to any sort of social media accounts or any tools that you use, like your project management system or your website, um, and remove access to any files. So whether that's changing the passwords for those things or removing their user accounts or whatever it is that you need to do. It's also pretty handy if you keep an ongoing list of all of these accounts anyway. So when the time comes, you're not spending four hours trying to remember all the social media accounts you have, but you instead just have a list you can go through, check them all off. Okay, before the logistics of removing someone from all of these things, I think that first you have to make the decision to let someone go. So how do you typically know that you need to let someone go? I think it's a gut feeling first. and f- I mean, like once I get it in my gut, like once I have that like feeling in my body that this is not working out, That's usually how I know. And that usually comes from something weird that was said that shouldn't have been said or, you know, a client issue or some feedback or an Instagram gets sent out with some like, I don't know, awful things or whatever it may be. Like there's usually a thing. But for me, it always like manifests in a gut feeling where I just know that this person is not. I mean, like there are definitely going to be red flag things that happen and you might give warnings about or, you know, um, if you do quarterly reviews, which you should with your team, um, I think that you should give your contractor or employee like a heads up of like, hey, here's what I'm wanting to see. Like, is there a miscommunication here? Like having that conversation as you go. But like you said, Emily, I think that whenever it really comes to firing someone, it is that gut feeling. And for me, it feels a lot like breaking up with a boyfriend. Like you just know it's over whenever it's over. Yeah, yeah. Even if everything looks good on paper, like because there are those instances where things might look good on paper or there is enough like your pros and cons list or like 50 50. 
So you right. you could kind of talk yourself out of doing it just because it's hard, but you probably should if you have that gut feeling. Right. And not letting someone go because the pain of replacing them is going to be too great is also not a good reason to keep someone, which I think usually weighs too heavily heavily on the con side of buying yes. someone. So or not letting someone go because you're afraid of hurting their feelings. Because similarly to breaking up with somebody, usually like both sides like actually want it to be done. Like think of all the times yeah. when you've quit a job, even if you've never been fired. Like didn't you like kind of fantasize about getting fired before you had to quit? Yes. I think about all the creative entrepreneurs who are like, oh, I wish that they would just fire me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how about you take control of your own destiny and quit? <laughs> <laughs> like if you're fantasizing yeah, about, yeah. I don't know, quitting or I mean being fired – or I've even had ex-relationships where I'm like, maybe he'll get in trouble and go to jail. Like, if you're fantasizing about <laughs> someone going to jail, like, it's time to break up. Right. I also want to throw in there the idea, though, where you love someone and they are a great, you know, fit for your team, but your business can't support them anymore, which is also, I mean, not a great, exciting reason to fire someone, but is a good reason to let someone go whenever whenever your business cannot financially sustain or, you know, practically sustain, like you really have nothing left for them to do, whatever it may be. Um, there are markers there that will tell you when it's time to let someone go, too. That kind of letting go, though, feels easier than firing because somehow it feels less personal. Like there wasn't as much. I feel like that's harder. I would rather like us both know this is coming for reasons we both know about. Like you would rather them be failing you than you be failing them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would prefer that personally for sure. I think that there is like an instance, though, where you have to let someone go because you understand that it's not the best fit for your team. And I don't know, there might be some more strategy around how you grow your team, you know. And so this is something that we've probably talked about in how we hire is like looking at who we need to hire. And I think that the same thing applies whenever it comes to firing as well. Right. And I've even had instances where me letting someone go was actually doing them a favor. Like it was one of those or it's happened a couple of times where, you know, they didn't want to be there anymore. They weren't doing the things that they really wanted to be moving on and doing whatever it may be. And like, I don't want my business to be cause for your resentment or whatever it may be. Like there are there are plenty of great reasons to let people go and doing so in a way that's not super dramatic. Totally. Um, I would also say check with your attorney or accountant. Um, I know accountant is kind of weird, but like if they're on a W-2 and all of those things, like there's probably a lot of logistical and legal things that you might have to work out beyond just removing passwords just to make sure that you're doing everything on the up and up. True that. Um, So back to actually doing it though oh, right. first thing i think before you let anyone know we're moving access because you don't want someone okay, getting mad wait, but what if like they don't what if they try logging into their email before you actually let them go then it is what it is and then they're like why can i why can't i access my email and then you're like because then it's just I'm a good you segue go. into the conversation <laughs> okay just checking i can log into my email right now right we're probably gonna get so many hr people who are emailing us being like guys this is actually how you do this which is all good and fine please send on your tips but no i think i think it's better to do that because you don't want someone angry going in there and deleting all your files and dropbox or like sending like going in and like 
stealing email addresses to your client list or whatever it may be. Like there are some really weird things that people can and will do. Remember that time someone deleted Trump's uh, Twitter account from Twitter with the day he left? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um <laughs> Right. So, um, so I'm just saying you want to be able, you want to remove access. And if they, if they try to log in, it's a good segue. Don't do it like a week before you fire them. That's weird. Like it's going to happen the day you're letting them go. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So the day you let them go, you're doing that. And then you're sitting down with them. Are you doing it in person or over the phone? Like how is that going? How's the breakup going down? I feel like I've done it in all ways, in all possible ways. I've had like a hardcore sit down. What was your favorite down. way? I always love a hardcore sit down, which I know makes post- most people skin crawl. But like, I'm going to lick you in the face. We're going to talk about this for a second. I feel like if, you're such a boss when it comes to this stuff. I This doesn't bother me. It I know it freaks like me out. drives most people crazy, but it really doesn't bother me though. Because I know I'm I'm making everyone's life and work better. I mean, even employee reviews, like you do those. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Even whenever they're like glowing. I'm making everyone's I'm like, I'm, life and work better. Go for but I walk. think that's part of it too is like if you are so good at communication throughout the time when you're having a great working relationship with your employees, like having another conversation. You've probably had hard conversations with them before. Like even if it didn't end up with them being fired – like conversations that were like, hey, you need to step it up in this way or hey, like we didn't meet our goal in this way and maybe it wasn't your fault, but like this isn't like totally like puppies and rainbows the whole time. So it just kind of makes that conversation a little more, I don't know, like less of a surprise because they know how you deliver feedback and it's not like you suck, we hate you. It's hey, here's how it's going. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So it and again, I've never had the situation where someone was screwing me over and I had to like tell them to fuck off or anything crazy like like it's never been anything dramatic like that. It's always been the type of situation for me where it was just time for everyone to move on. So it really was about making the right decision and making sure we were both on the same page. Um, So I've done it in person. I've also done it via email. I don't think I've ever done it over the phone before. Um, but it's always just like whatever, whatever is easy. Like, obviously, if we're in the same workspace. It's going to be in person. If we're working remotely, I'm not going to drive and see you just so I can fire you. Like, that's probably not going to happen. Um, but however, I think however you communicate usually, like, you're not going to want to like step outside the norm for this. I don't think. Just do it the way you usually do it. So I have not fired um, many employees or contractors, but I have let go of clients before. And I think that whenever it comes to letting go an employee or contractor, I'm going to share some of the same advice I have for letting go a client from hell, which is to make sure that your onboarding process, like that you're more communicative in your onboarding process about expectations and what you're delivering and Um, you know, for your employee, like what they need to be delivering. And so I think the more communication and systems you have up front that are solid and in place, the easier it's going to be on the back end if you need to let someone go. So, you know, I talked about checking with your attorney or accountant. Same goes for hiring someone and really making sure that you have like non-compete set up in place from the beginning so that then you aren't worried about them stealing your clients at the end and really getting those systems and processes in place so that you're covered from the get-go. For sure. Now, when it comes to actually doing it, though, I like to serve a good old shit sandwich. 
Mm. Personally. <laughs> compliment the bad stuff and then another compliment. Compliment. Okay. Yeah. And then just send them on their way. And I do think that a clean cut is best. Like I've actually fired people before who then still like like my things on Instagram and like try to comment on things. And I, though I I see it and I like recognize it for the like the good vibes that it's supposed to be, I do prefer just like let's just have some radio silence for a little bit and not make things awkward. Um, I will say, you know, I've contracted actually with past employees. So like I had a full-time employee, but she left to go do greater things and was making a move. And anyway, it was not like at all a bad split. It was very amicable and it made sense for everybody. But I've actually hired her freelance. Like, hey, I'm in a bind. You already know my work. You know my stuff. Do you have time to freelance on this project? And she said yes. Right. But right. And if you do it right, it doesn't have to be a hard thing. Like I've had people thank me when I fired them in the past two thanked me whenever I fired them. Um, because if you do it right, it doesn't have to be something that breaks a relationship or burns a bridge um, or any of those things. If you're both adults about it, I know that like it can be one sided adulting sometimes. And and that's on both parties or both parties separately, I guess. Um, but you can be the boss about it. and Right. So whenever you talk about doing do it, it right, is that that shit sandwich? Are you trying to lay out opportunities for them or how you see things, you know, shifting for them? Like, how, are you creating an opportunity for them out of this change? Like, what does it feel like it for depends. it to be right? I, I think it's just you literally doing everything you can in that situation. Um, and I think that starts like, again, on that onboarding and throughout the process so that you're always being super open and you have good communication skills and they always know what to expect from you and you all or they always know what you expect from them so that a firing isn't going to be surprising because you've told them multiple times along the way, look, this isn't working or like, here's how to fix things. And you're either being responsible or they're being responsible for changing or they're not. So a firing will rarely be a real surprise. They'll see it coming um, and they'll know that you're just upholding like the values of your company to let them go or you're releasing them to go do whatever it is that they need to be doing because obviously this isn't the thing. And the actual act of firing it's doing whatever you can for them. Um, and whether that be, you know, just letting them know that they've what they've done has been whatever it has been and sending them on their way or whether it is like sending them like giving them a good referral onto their next job or whatever it may be or maybe it is just cutting ties and never speaking again it's literally just doing everything that you can for them in that moment with what you have and I think that's different for every relationship and every kind of employee that you could have so hard to like draw some hardcore like lines around it but whatever you can I think also bringing a lot of honesty to the conversation, honesty and kindness, because I know that, you know, if we're having a business, they're not always the same, right? If we're having like a business bestie conversation about an employee that we need to let go, like we might be venting and we might be, uh, you know, not, not the kindest in our words because we're venting as professional you know, business owners and creatives who are trying to do the best that we can. Um, but whenever it comes to letting someone go, I think that, you know, we're tempted to make excuses. Like, for example, my business can't support you when in fact that might not be the real answer. And I think that you should just be as honest as possible whenever it comes to letting someone go. You are doing them no favors in their next job if you aren't super 
like forthcoming with what the actual issues were. So again, like this idea of you do, if I think if you go at it with this mindset of you are doing the best you can for yourself, for your own business and for their needs as well, it should all go pretty smoothly, as smoothly as a firing can go. This mini-sode was brought to you by 2020. Check them out at 2020.com slash beingboss. That's T-W-E-N-T-Y 20 as in the number dot com slash beingboss. Did you like this mini-sode? Be sure to check us out on our website at beingboss.club. There you can find more from Being Boss, including our full episodes, mini-sodes, and blog posts. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our mailing list so that you can get access to behind the scenes and exclusive content from Kathleen and myself to help you be more boss in your work and life. Do the work. Be boss.